0: Beers with Dave's. Hey everybody, welcome to Beers with Dave's. I'm Dave. And I'm the other Dave. And what are we doing? Oh yeah, we have to say, uh, follow our page.
1: Yeah, uh, follow our page. Subscribe um, to our channel. Subscribe to our channel. Welcome to is, our channel. I printed on a page. You did print it on a page. We <laughs> did, we sent it to uh, our number one fan, Sarah Purdy. Uh, so uh, Sarah's
0: going to be so, like, she's going to think we actually <laughs> sent it.
1: Well, Sarah, don't,
0: just don't, to be clear, well, we did send it. No, because you have, you're you all mad at Canada Post. <laughs> okay, so. True. Yeah, I need to add in. Uh, a there's too many callbacks to other Other, other episodes. So you just Andrew.
1: have to watch all seven beers of Dave's episodes. This is episode eight. Uh, I, I think we should set some goals for the channel. So my goal is that uh, one month from this video airing, I think we want to be at uh, 100 subscribers.
0: what what are we at now 12 12 that's not bad yeah
1: it's not bad at all
0: so sarah tell your friends
1: yeah and uh, your other friends i've done this once before
0: so dave (laughs) yes do you want a beer
1: oh totally
0: all right so what do we got today
1: i'm just pulling up show notes so
0: all right yeah you couldn't have done that before we started i could have (laughs) so i didn't (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what we're drinking today, Uh, Boxing Rock Brewery Co., the beer is called Hunky Dory, it is a pale ale, and they are
1: from all the way to Shelburne, Nova Scotia. Totally. And while Dave um, opens those two beers up, uh, <laughs> I'm going to go uh, through and uh, just discuss kind of what we're going to talk about today. So some interesting topics, we're going to be talking about our biggest challenges in life, what it actually takes to succeed in business. Uh, Our parents' wants versus what we wanted when we were younger, I think, is what we talked about. I don't Uh, think that's what we talked about. Well, we'll figure it out as we go through with it. Uh, Family versus work dilemmas and kind of how that dynamic works. And uh, kind of the the quote-unquote real us versus our public... I don't want to call it a persona, but our public us. You know. You like, said persona. You yeah, can't take it back. I know I did. I know I did. He wrote uh, a book, and now he has a persona. Yeah, I have a persona, which, by the way, the book is out. I'll link it in the description below. You can go buy it. It'll be an affiliate link. You'll help the
0: channel out if you do. Are you trying to, like, profit from your book off our channel?
1: Yeah, yeah. But um, with this channel, I have a separate uh, uh, Amazon affiliates code, meaning that uh, it's the channel that profits.
0: Oh, 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 this is bad. <laughs> oh. This is real bad. Oh,
1: wow, this is really bad.
0: But not the beer. The beer is, uh, we don't know yet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we like the label. I'm sure the beer is great. All right. Well, oh, <laughs> that's coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh no! So we're just gonna leave this here for the next hour. <laughs> <laughs> it's called foam with Dave. Foam with no. Dave. <laughs> okay, so uh, we can kind of dive into this, right? Let's uh, let's get right into biggest challenge in life. If the foam tastes good. Does it? Yeah. yeah. So, what's your biggest challenge in life, Dave?
0: This was so light because I expected it to be a full beer. <laughs> Me
1: too. Yeah. Yeah. So, what's your biggest challenge?
0: Well, currently,
1: I'm trying <laughs> to get the this bottle.
0: <laughs> In this glass. Hold on, hold on. I'm not. I'm not ready to
1: talk yet. Okay, we'll just take uh, uh, an intermission. Yeah, what we're trying to do is uh, we we've kind of talked over the last uh, week or two. Just give it time, man. I got an idea. Yeah, just. I got an idea. We'll
0: just while we wait for this, we'll drink from the bottle. (sighs) Okay. Okay. Well, at least try it. What do you mean try? Have you ever failed (laughs) with the bottle?
1: That's pretty good. Little uh, little tangy for me, but still delicious. What do you think?
0: Not my cup of tea.
1: <laughs> no, no. Oh, <laughs> we're not getting any free beer from these people.
0: Boxing yeah. Rock Brew and Co.
1: Just to be clear, it's a bright, crisp, and refreshing pale ale, reminiscent of South Shore Summer's Day. That that is literally the definition of what we just drank.
0: We would love to try other ones.
1: Yeah. Yeah, totally. we will pay for them. We're not trying to get handouts. Yeah, we yeah, understand yeah. unless that. you want to give them as a handout. In that case, we will take them as a handout.
0: But just so you know, if they ever looked at this and they were like, hey, maybe we can use them as a sponsor. They watched us <laughs> pour this much head. They watched <laughs> us uh, take a sip. And then you're like, tangy. And then I just, just couldn't say anything. So <laughs> <Yeah.
1: Excellent. laughs> right,
0: what, what have we got?
1: No, so I, I just wanted to... to uh, we've been talking over the last week in between these episodes that we're going to um try to put a focus on the podcast. Yeah. So what's the what's the new focus?
0: Uh Pokemon Go.
1: Okay, it's not it. Let's try again.
0: What's the the focus is I don't know, we Digimon.
1: Talk, we, oh yeah, <laughs> Digimon monsters.
0: Um uh, I I rewatched Digimon. Okay. Didn't hold up, it, which is shocking because it was one of my favorite.
1: You know what's going to be shocking or, is when the people finally hear what our actual focus is after that conversation. <laughs> okay, I
0: think what we talked about today is something that people would find relatable. Is that what? what do you mean? What was our focus?
1: We were going to focus this on being um, primarily a channel uh, about uh, business, but not just business and how to get we more did, business. When did but we as ever a whole. talk about this? You literally came to me with like heartbroken the other day, and you were like, Dave. I really just wanted to keep work out of it, but you know what? We're business people.
0: Yeah, we're going to always talk about business, but I don't think we're focusing on business at all. Yeah, but that's like the niche. That's not the niche. The niche is where we talk about anything.
1: That's, that's, we should have had this conversation before we niche. went on air. Ah, uh, Okay, so it's up in airs for another week, guys. <laughs> all right. <laughs> if you uh, want to figure out uh, what we decide, you have to subscribe and like the video
0: yeah and then you could tell us what you want to hear do you prefer when we talk about things like business do you prefer when we talk about uh, i don't know dave's riveting thing about suing canada post (laughs) maybe when we talked about fluffy stuff like whether or not we like cats or dogs
1: what do you like or do you like when we talk about what it takes to succeed in business which we're going to do today that was was the first option
0: i said was it yeah okay um okay Mm -hmm. So I think what I've gotten out of this, I think the podcast is over.
1: <laughs> oh, no. I think we're I think, there's, I think every episode we have, there's a moment <laughs> in it where we're just like, it's all
0: going down. Okay, what's the first topic we're starting with?
1: Biggest uh, challenge in life. I'll start. I know I told you you start, but I'll start. I think my biggest challenge in life is an effective work-life balance uh, that, that that works.
0: Yeah, but I yeah I also don't think you care. Uh, like it's, it's like you know it's a challenge, but you... Um, you don't seem to worry or like over like outwardly worry about it.
1: It's, 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 it's uh, the challenge is managing the expected work life balance versus what I actually want to do. Yeah. Which is work a shit ton. Yeah. Right. That's more of the challenge. I think your challenge, maybe not your biggest challenge, but one of the challenges of work life that you face is trying to really have a better work life balance, not enough, Effective one, and I, that's my definition. Okay, by but the way. my
0: effective one is I spend time with my family. Okay, you're correct. Your effective yes. one is um, you just uh, you make a lot of money. So I don't know if your work life balance. Um, I think you yours doesn't have the life word in it. It's just it's just work, and then maybe you know, like at lunchtime you practice your balance.
1: Yeah. Just not a, a, I, I a board. I will say though, and we've talked about this before. I've done I've made it a conscious effort that it's very rare that I leave past five. It's very rare that I leave past five. I still come in. Yeah, but you still for go seven. home and work a lot. Yeah, but it's different though, right? Um, like typically I won't pull up my laptop now until probably seven thirty, eight o'clock. Okay, right?
0: but, but just from the basic premise of the words, work life balance. Yeah. Do you feel like when you say your, your biggest challenge of it? Are you actively trying to fix the fact, like you should probably not be working after seven thirty at all? Um, So, Hmm. like, is that something you're actually trying to fix, or is that something? Maybe, maybe,
1: maybe this is another thing that I just rock at.
0: No, I think you just said work life because you think you're supposed to say it.
1: Well, this and that's my point. That's what I just said.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but I don't think you're trying to fix it.
1: I'm trying and, to, and I don't. I don't think
0: you agree that you need to fix it either. Mm-hmm. I think that's the pr- problem. <laughs> so with me, with work-life balances, I feel like I am. I do need. I'm actively trying to be home more and be more present. Yeah, I, I see the, the the flaw. What's your what's your flaw? so what's your
1: what's your flaw? What's what's the flaw with how much you're at home?
0: When I am home, I am not present. I'm usually thinking of work, and it takes a long time for that to turn off. Okay, so like. I can be home, and uh, I'll do a few examples. So I'll be home, I'll be thinking about work, okay? Yes. And then we finally get an off time, and I want to kind of stop thinking about work, So I'll put music on, I'll start watching shows. Sometimes I would have headphones on. I was so disconnected from Amanda. Sure. um, Who's his wife? That I might as well not have been home. So when you do the work-life balance, for me, it's not necessarily being home. It's trying to be present.
1: Yeah, fair. Um.
0: That's fair. That's fair. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying when you're saying your biggest challenge, what's yeah. something that you're actually trying to fix? Because you're not actually trying to fix what you said. <laughs> <laughs> Do
1: you have to actively try to fix a challenge? Well, then. I think it, it, might be, it might be a challenge with the perception that I should be like that. should lower your mic slightly so you're talking over. We're working on mic etiquette this time. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay, so your biggest challenge. Yes. Okay. Um, what would you
1: say my biggest challenges?
0: No, I <laughs> help me up. Um, your biggest uh, challenge. Um, I, I think that one of your biggest challenges um, is maybe knowing w- what your end goal is, and I and I think what you <laughs> think your end goal is isn't realistic. I think what what you, you've said to me since day one is you want to work, you want to retire at a young age. You want drink on a rooftop uh,
1: I don't think I've ever said that I want to retire at a young age I, I, what, what I say is that I want the ability to not have to work at a young age, uh which I think are two very different things semantics I know, but still
0: yeah i I don't know if you would know what you would be without business
1: and that's why I say I want the ability uh to retire and not work, yeah, not that I want to because i get again i we've talked about this before, I get a genuine joy out of. Out of, um, out of business, out of, out of working and developing things and testing things and seeing things that work. And uh, sometimes it works,
0: sometimes it doesn't. Do you think that there are things that would also bring you joy that you don't put time into when you, because you prefer business? Do you think that the, your business, you know it makes you happy? Sure. Um, but for instance, like with me, with foraging, it was just something completely unrelated. that was a hobby it makes me happy. Do you think that there's other things that could bring you that joy that you just don't want to try because you're you're too focused on business?
1: Well, I mean, like, okay, let's let's take this podcast for an example. I thoroughly enjoyed doing this podcast. If I could just do this podcast uh, and and sit here and shoot this shit with you uh, an hour a week, and and uh, I don't even need to make the same amount of money I'm making. Heck, you know, just having a grand old time, living a good life, doing that because this is some easy stuff, man. You know, you plug in an audio board, you clip some clips together, and then there you go, right? Um, How old your daughter? Uh, one. One?
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, I didn't, actually, I knew that because that just happened. <laughs> yeah, it did just happen. <laughs> um, I'll do something that I realized, and this might be something that could be true for you too. Sure. Um, spending time with my family, I had to be more deliberate. So, for instance, Amanda and I started doing odings, and we planned odings. And when you actually look at kind of how Amanda and I are vibing when we're doing our regular outings, and we're going specifically out to do family things versus then when we're staying home and we're doing the norm, when we're on the norm, it almost feels like we're not bonding the same way because we're in it. We're in, okay, you got to feed the kid. You got to put the kid to bed. Okay, now you got to clean the house. Now it's bedtime. Versus, let's just say, if, if, if you, Robin, and uh, I don't know if you want to say your daughter's name. <laughs> podcast uh went purposely to the zoo mm-hmm. or purposely did something saw i
1: actually actively tried to avoid the zoo
0: no okay but still purposely do something
1: i was talking about your house i
0: wonder if that would be funner to actually go out and do things that's what i found personally mm-hmm. i i found um when i was home it's like a You're still in it. I'm still thinking about work. I'm still thinking, okay, the house needs to be clean. And and I think you're right here.
1: And I think you're right here is that I think that the difference is that when you're at home thinking about work, you think you're being a bad everything else, right? Whether it's a husband, a father, et cetera, et cetera, right? I don't ever get that feeling. Um, And maybe I'm wrong. Uh, I don't think I am. Yeah, but I'm I'm not
0: saying that guilt has to be the thing that drives you. Sure. At all. I think that's an unhealthy thing. I was wondering if, if you, if there was other things that could bring you the joy that business does, if you were a little bit more deliberate with it, because mm. I think that from what i see with you, yeah, it is a little bit of a quick no. I'm not going to do that. Sure. Nah, I don't want to do that. I'd rather stay home. But the thing that I- I'm also
1: extremely introverted, though, and I know people don't see them sitting here in freaking front of a camera, and and you know my my job is literally to sit in front and meet with people all day every day um but when i when i leave the office when i'm done working i don't want to talk to anybody like i just want to sit back do nothing and that's what is really fun you know what if i could get if i could get paid to sit on my ass oh yeah but let's talk let's talk about
0: that for a second sure what i was shocked about was how, how little relaxation i had from playing video games yeah i love video games but me sitting there Playing video games or watching TV, it actually brings me so much less relaxation than swinging a hammer outside, and it That's was because you're a man's man no, but just think about it the the tasks of you kind of relaxing sure which is what I, a lot of people do myself included it, it's like I wonder if it actually brings the level of relaxation that we think it does.
1: So I think you have a good point here because one of my biggest frustrations, we're a little off topic, but it's still a good, relevant topic. Uh, Still goes into our... our, Totally, yeah, absolutely. Uh, One of my biggest frustrations when I go home for Christmas to either visit my parents or or Robin's parents um, is, you know, I'll get the comments, oh, it's so nice that you can finally relax. Oh, you know, you you should just, you know, just relax, you know, all these types of things. And I, I don't think that people truly understand how much fun doing business is. And I say that broadly because I, you know, I could be working on an email campaign. I could be working on some graphics for a freaking social media post, or I could be working on, you know, a client's plan, for example. And I don't want to say that it's not I don't want to say that it's the opposite of relaxation, but there's certainly some tasks in business that I find relaxing editing YouTube videos, I get a kick out of it because I get to sit there and laugh at our crap for you know an hour and a half uh, every episode.
0: Yeah, but do you have anything in your life that's not severely goal-oriented? No,
1: absolutely not. I'm, I'm entirely goal-oriented. I'm entirely goal-oriented and I need to be able to build things right i don't nothing necessarily has to be monetarily focused again this is case in point yeah, right
0: like Rubik's are like speed
1: sure right uh but absolutely have to have some sort of end goal or vision where i want to achieve and and not only that there has to be a next level to it right so it's not good enough for me to say you know if I can solve a Rubik's cube, for example, in thirty seconds, it's okay. No, I need to be able to get to thirty seconds, and then be able to get to twenty, and fifteen, and ten, and all this type of stuff. Yeah. Right. Um. So yeah. Yeah. But yeah. yeah.
0: So. Okay. So just back to the initial sure. question. Um. Your biggest obstacle that you think it is? What do you actually think it is? Because I don't think it's work-life balance. I don't think that's no, I, something I, that you I think. think is I think an it's obstacle. still
1: correct. I, I I think it's still correct, and and I think it's the the my challenge is with the perception of what work life balance has to be.
0: Okay, but that's a pretty okay. But your obstacle is that people you think that people think that you should be home more. Okay, that's a that's a, okay. Fine, that's not an obstacle you're ever going to fix. So let's pick an obstacle that you could actually do something with, because you're never going to change everyone else's opinions. Okay. So, what do you think is an obstacle you have in life that you think you actually need to change? Because to be clear, from the work-life balance, you don't think you need to change it. <laughs> okay. So, what it's do still you? Still challenge what to do deal you, with. But what do you actively do in your life that you think that you actually need to change? And the reason why I'm bringing this up so much is because Dave thinks he's right about everything, <laughs> and I want to figure out what this is.
1: Uh, what do I actively want to change? No. nothing. I mean, there's things that I want to do. So you, again, it, you have
0: zero obstacles.
1: <laughs> life is fucking awesome. <laughs> but no, I mean, you know, like, you know, there's things obviously that I, I'd like to do, you know, it would be, it would be great to have the motivation to go and do yard work. For example, I think that would be cool. Uh, I don't have that motivation. Um, I think it would be really interesting to have a physical skill, um, only because i want to use that skill to know how to build a company to then have a company in that skill to be quite candid right i think it would be awesome to know for example carpentry so that you know who to hire as a carpenter and then make a business of of carpentry because you know we both know there's a lot of money in in trades right if you run it effectively um uh, so yeah i'm i'm very goal oriented it doesn't always have to be money um but uh it often is. <laughs> I think as your
0: kid gets older, it changes. Like yard work, for instance. If your kid likes playing outside um, and you're both there with your rakes and stuff like that, that might change it a little.
1: Yeah, I also think it's, um, I also think it's, it's the area as well. So, for example, my parents live in a pretty rural area, uh, relatively anyway. Um, actually, I'd say they probably live in a, an extreme rural area. Oh. And when we're there, being outside is very easy. You know what I mean? Because it's fun to go out. Because you're not you're not worried about the car going on the street. You're not worried about you know what what nail is going to poke through your shoe because you know what's ever been built out there type thing. Except for the house. Um, whereas you know at my place now I've got a backyard. It's a fairly large backyard for backyard standards here, <laughs> right? But it's not like I'm I, I have a field of luxury. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's nothing fun about the backyard. You know, what am I going to do? Mow it? Make a swing set or something. Okay. Also, yeah, yeah. So a skill. You can buy one. Yeah, maybe I could sell swing sets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but right. yeah, I don't know. I don't
0: know. I don't know. I got no satisfaction out of that. We got nowhere. So, uh, so just to conclude, <laughs> Dave's never made a wrong decision in his life.
1: Oh, no, I definitely made wrong decisions we can talk about that if you want. Uh, I have gone from, uh, so for example, uh, for those who don't know, I spent seven years in the military, had a grand old time at it. When I joined the military, I was saving a significant amount of money. And then, uh, after I got out of basic training, uh, I basically drank and smoked all my money and then spent it all. And then I bought a car, uh, that cost me a small fortune. And, uh, uh that was a waste of money. So you know, what, what? car was it? it? Was the one that you had when you met me? Yeah, it's a ninety two Honda Civic SI, uh with the Prelude SI motor dropped into it. Um, yeah, it was great. It was a little fast a little a little uh little speed demon.
0: It's fantastic. All I remember is I think the door didn't close or air conditioning didn't work.
1: No, that was a Ford Focus. That's that, uh, that's not the same car. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know cars. Those are two different cars. Yeah, so uh made lots of mistakes that way. I think that um the decision to join the military was a very, very, very good decision. I think a lot of who I am today is reflective of that. But if I could go back in time knowing what I know now, i probably would have skipped the process entirely. Um, again, only if I knew what I knew now. Yeah. Um, I absolutely would have went in tech, into programming, because um, I think with my brain, uh, I would probably have 25 companies right now <laughs> all doing different things. If you went into tech specifically, oh yeah, totally, totally, right. Um, Yeah, yeah. Made a lot of business mistakes, without a doubt. First four months of business, I spent more money per month on ads than I do now. Yeah, (laughs) with a team of five. (laughs) Like, and that was just me, myself, and I. You know, lots of mistakes, tons and tons of mistakes. Right.
0: So, so if somebody was like kind of starting off in business. Um, do, you, do you think that it's something where you can actually mentor somebody I'm, 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 I'm asking this question with a little bit of a biased opinion Sure. Um, do you think you can successfully kind of mentor somebody through that so they don't make the mistakes or do you think that people have to make them
1: I, I think making mistakes is extremely important but I also think that if people would just listen um, they wouldn't have to make the mistakes why do you think there's a listening issue because everybody thinks they're right. Yeah. Right? And, and I think that's and you know what the challenge is with this is that a lot of people they don't look to the person above them, they look to the person 10 above them, right? And so they're looking at the person um that's already 100% made it is is, you know, wealthier than their wildest dreams can imagine. Um and they're thinking, "Okay, I need to live that lifestyle." Right? What's that person doing? Well, that person and and we've talked about this extensively, right? You know, that person might have fancy, you know, newsletters and fancy email campaigns and fancy websites and fancy this and that and the other. And so you think, oh, you, you know, I need all of that stuff. Um, but th- the thing is, is, that might have gotten that individual maybe an extra 5% business. But, you know, if you're making millions of dollars, that 5% ends up being a whole lot of money. But if you're making nothing, 5% is nothing, right? Um, so, Yeah.
0: Yeah, a friend of mine actually asked that question. He said, if you could do it differently, starting out, what would you do? Um, and honestly, my only answer was face-to-face meetings. I would network like crazy. Yeah. I would not spend all the money on the mail campaigns. I would not spend all the money on the Facebook ads. I would, I would just go and just get coffees and do drop-ins. Totally. And I, I'm, I'm not naive enough to think that it would be the same because I think that because I've been in it long enough, people are more accepting of me. Um, but I still think it would have worked. I,
1: I, I, I think
0: so I, I think as well. I think it may have taken a few more meetings Sure, with, with some people.
1: Yeah, instead of it being a, a, a one out of four meetings becomes a referral source, it might have been one out of ten. Yeah. right. But you still could have done those I ten. I could have
0: done it, and it wouldn't have cost things. Totally. And you could have probably done it substantially in a six-month period. Yeah. really if i focused my energy on just growth when i was starting out and i took that first 6 months okay yeah who knows it could have been quicker but 6 months and you just network
1: and let's define focus and before we get into that this is a perfect segue into the next topic which is what it takes to succeed in business okay yeah. and i think that this conversation we're going to have here applies to anybody that's in any um sales like role or that runs a business where you have to interact with people i would say um, I'm not too sure it applies necessarily to the tech world right Um, but so that's with the goal setting maybe. I, totally yeah so let's define focus because I think when people hear focus when they're brand new in business they think something entirely different than what we mean
0: yeah so f- I don't know what you actually want me to say but um, from a
1: <laughs> I can just say it then if you want no no i like to guess
0: okay <laughs> um So kind of the first part about focus and succeeding in business is I think that people think they need to focus on knowing every single thing possible about business. Sure. About what they're doing. Yeah. Okay. And I could be the smartest person with mortgages in the world, but if I didn't talk to people, I wouldn't have sold
1: anything. Totally.
0: Um, So I think that sometimes is a... a, S- seems odd to say as a negative focus,
1: and not only that. If you wouldn't have talked to people, you wouldn't have known what questions to eventually ask underwriters and all this type of stuff to even learn about mortgages, and you
0: wouldn't even know what scenarios even
1: exist. This is this is just a- like
0: you don't you can't comprehend how complicated real life actually gets until you are in it. Yeah. So what you are reading in a textbook versus how complicated actual situations can be is, is very different. Yeah. Um, so you can spend a lot of time trying to perfect your craft um, when really what you should do is uh, have a base knowledge. Um, don't bullshit people. Like uh, One, one th- advice I can give people is that uh, time in and time again, people, I have experienced that people are very okay when I say, I'll get back to you with that answer. And I think that uh, a lot of people when they're starting a business is afraid of ever admitting that they don't know something. Yeah, And I think that is such a stumbling block for when you want to go and actually talk to people. You get a base knowledge, but you just go in it with honesty. And you go, okay, yeah, I'm going to help you. I'm going to work hard for you. Okay, I'm going to help you. I'm going to work hard for you. All right, you get all the notes. All right, I'll get back to you. I don't know this thing. I'm going to get back to you. And then you go and you present it.
1: Well, it's 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 interesting because I think we've both gotten to a point in our career where we could have somebody sit in front of us, no notes, no anything, at the end of the appointment come out with a solid plan. Yeah. Right? That was not the case when we started out at least for me, I would grab information and go, okay, yeah, it's going to be a lot of work to get this done. It's really because I just didn't know the answers at the time, right? You're learning, right? Um, you would send them away. Um, you'd work with a mentor or somebody that would be helping you with the file. Um, you'd structure the whole file. You'd go back to them. You'd then present them that information. They'd then tell you more information that contradicts what you've given them, so you'd have to go back to the the, 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 the block, the writing blocks, whatever it's called. Okay, Draw- Drawing board. Drawing board, thank you. Back to the writing blocks. <laughs> right, back to the writing blocks, okay? And then you'd have to go and represent it, and it, it took a lot of time. But here's the thing is that I still ended up getting clients. People appreciated You had firm answers. You took the time to, to work through it. I think people appreciated it.
0: Yeah, when I started out, because I was so nervous about messing up, yeah, I actually would go back. I would come up with three options. I'd put in a Word document, mm-hmm. and I'd go, here's the options, this is my opinions, Choose A, B, or C. Yeah, and I did that for everybody starting out. Would um, you do it again? That that process. Yeah, um, yeah. I've I've recommended that to brokers.
1: Okay, that's cool. So I want I, to go. back. I, I only
0: don't need to do it because I could do it, it in you my head. The stuff. Yeah, absolutely. But I I, I don't think it was. A, I think it was a very honest way to to work. Totally, These right. Are you're your giving options.
1: you're giving people choice. I'm going to go back to the focus and, and kind of touch on what it, what I what I meant to say. Um, but okay, everything sorry. you said was right, was perfect.
0: I'll leave the room. Yeah, sorry. yeah. <laughs> Clearly, I'm
1: not needed. Yeah, it's a, you just needed me to open the beer. It's a beer cause, with cause, Dave because the weak wrists. Beer with Dave. Just one Dave. One beer. <laughs> um, so here's what uh, what I really mean is that a lot of people when they would have heard Dave saying, "Yep, yeah, if I focus for six months," they think, "Oh, I'm self employed now. I'm my own boss. I'm going to start working at 10 a.m." I'm gonna finish at noon. I'm gonna go play around a round of golf. I'm gonna do an hour in the afternoon, and then oh man, I put in a a real, real hard day at work. Right? I don't think that's what you're saying. I think what you're saying is you're gonna go grind it. You're gonna meet everybody you can as quickly as possible, build that referral base, and then get it done.
0: Yeah, we we can use each other as examples. Yep. We started business in very different ways. Yep. Um, the person that Dave just made fun of was me. <laughs> Uh, thanks thanks for that um, i didn't play golf though i just sat in my pace with no pants yeah um so D- dave starting out know, you're you're as you mentioned you put a ton of money into advertising which was a ton of money into leads they yeah. weren't necessarily good leads but they were leads that took a lot of time yeah uh and you worked a ton of hours how many hours roughly a day
1: that day would i would leave house at six and i'd probably get home about nine
0: okay uh, I I was sold kind of the dream when I started. Um, you you know you pick your hours. You you know you take Fridays off. There it was this thing. Um, so what I would do is I would kind of send a few emails, maybe do a Facebook post. Uh, kind of start off having a mentor is extremely important. I didn't have a mentor when I started out. I have met mentors,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and it's helped my career a ton. But I didn't have one when I started. Sure, it was your mortgage broker now.
1: Go do yeah. your thing.
0: Um. So, and even the training program, there's nothing really designed for someone that never did it before. My industry was very designed for someone that's been a banker for 15 years. You
1: know what the thing is, though, is I think if you were to go back and listen to the, some of the advice that was given, maybe yeah, uh, it would be different. Knowing what you know now, yeah. right? Because I think at the time it was it was different because, like, the perception that I came into kind of being a business owner was from the military and in the military it's very much okay get it done as quickly as possible uh, and you're going to work your ass off until you've, you've either achieved your goal or you're still working essentially right yeah. um, and so you're right I, I did buy a whole ton of leads and, and, and it, it, <laughs> it was a waste of money but a big learning lesson right um, but the truth of it is is that you know I went out and met everybody I could met as many clients as I could um, eventually you met me eventually I met you yeah, at uh, what was it uh, just us? But it wasn't second, called just us at the time. Second cup. I it's second second cup now. Okay. Uh, anyway, it doesn't really matter. But uh, shout out to second cup. Yeah, second Cup's great. great. Uh, yeah. Okay, so,
0: but again, yeah, I I didn't work very hard. Um, probably two years later, I actually wrote tracked how much hours I put into a day, and it was three and a half hours, which is is very laughable but the one thing that i think people don't understand
1: can we back just hold on a second how many hours did you think you were working
0: i thought i was working all day yeah yeah so the thing that i don't think people understand is how skewed your perception of work can be when it doesn't have an end time yeah it's just emails as it comes in so you could send an email okay go make yourself a sandwich watch some youtube another email comes in good so in, in kind of in your mind, you... You just work that whole time. Yeah, you worked that whole time. Um, great sandwich, not great for business. <laughs> so to put some time periods behind it, it, how long do you think it took you, in your mind, the first time that you kind of thought you were successful, how long did you think it took you? Because I'm not saying successful now, because that may have changed in your mind.
1: Yeah. I, yeah, it seems like every time I hit the, the, the goalpost, I, I move that goalpost forward, right? Um, I I don't necessarily know. I, I think it was about probably a year and a few months before I was at a position where I was like, yeah, okay, I'm I'm at a position now where I don't, I don't, you know, you don't need the client. If the client chooses something else or doesn't want to go through with whatever you're doing, it's not like I'm gonna have a hard time eating.
0: Yeah, the first time that I think I thought that truly was four and a half years in. Yeah, yeah. Um. And maybe like yeah, maybe maybe two years after I met you or something because I started before you. Totally. Um, but it uh, yeah, it took a very long time.
1: And if I didn't waste all those money on ads, it would have been uh, it would have been six months. Yeah. That's how much those ads fucked me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all
0: right. But you're, you're right. You learn. Yeah. It's true. So so what what did I actually learn? Is I learned that the things that. The problem with the statement that you said about if I listened to people, how much more different it would be, is I, I, I think that a lot of the advice that I got didn't work for me. And I'm not going to just say it's bad advice because it works for people. Okay, I don't think it deliberately works for me all the time. And I'm not saying that I didn't push off of stuff, and there might be advice that I don't even remember because I, I so quickly you know didn't listen to it. Um But what, what I heard was you just go talk to realtors uh what i heard is you go boost facebook posts uh what i heard is you need to have a good online presence which is not wrong
1: and so my question is though so let's let's break some of this down though right because i just want to prove a point you heard go talk to realtors how many realtors did you talk to i
0: i don't remember but i i got a little
1: if you had to guess uh, in a year sure i don't know 20 20 how many realtors are there in the city
0: yeah, a thousands probably.
1: Right, and, and and this is my and this is my 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 big thing, I guess. Right, yeah, and is, I see your point. Right now, when you look at it, what what do you do? Okay, I don't know if you want to give away your trade secrets here, um, but what do you do? You you pound the pavement, right? You're talking to everybody. You're getting out there, um, and you're you're going back to the the fundamentals of 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 what was actually told to you then that you thought twenty was a lot, but
0: you know, the only the only thing that uh, just uh, please, and yeah. I, I don't I don't think this actually refutes what you're saying. It's just a I think I'm just getting caught on it. How dare you! I um because I ignored other people's suggestion, I became a very different mortgage broker than this industry typically has. I I absolutely and, and, and I think that's the reason why it worked. So I I'm a, I, what the only thing I'm saying is if I followed the status quo and I did it hard hard hard, I don't know if I would end up in the same place totally. Because I became very much an expert in a very kind of precise type of thing.
1: Which is fascinating because by the way you built your business, you've positioned yourself now to be kind of the f- foremost expert uh, in your, your little niche in probably all of Atlantic Canada. Yeah,
0: I'm not going to agree to that, but I'm good at it. So
1: (laughs) Dave's being humble only because he's on camera. He gets off a camera and he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm not going to be able to stand up for like two hours because of that compliment. Um, Sarah, sorry for the boner Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: But again, if I can go back in time, it's just we just work more hours. If you you have have a horrible plan, but you work harder than everybody. I think it's going to work more than somebody that plans nonstop and just doesn't, just doesn't really do it.
1: So, um, okay. So when I, when I wrote this topic here, um, my goal was to, you know, to really answer what it takes to succeed. So if you had to break this down into steps, what would your number one step be? And we'll make it bite size. We'll each do a step and kind of progress from there. What would your number one tip be to somebody that wants to succeed in business? Uh,
0: meet as many people as possible.
1: Fantastic. I would, um, Mimic that, but the way I would put it is: learn what fundamentally is required in your business and do the fundamental requirement. Um, which, for businesses like ours, is to to meet people and and to to do things right. For another business, it might be something else. But I completely agree. Yeah. Um, what's your second tip? Um, um, never compromise your integrity. That's a good one. I think uh, it's very
0: easy to do in the beginning.
1: I think it's extremely easy to do in the beginning, uh, and I think. That has to do with the fact of, of well, you got to eat.
0: Yeah, you, you got to eat, but it's not. It's not worth. It. It's not worth it. No, totally. You, you really, what what you don't understand because you think that nobody pays attention, um, but industries talk. Yep. And you don't even have to search for it. I'll be in a room with other people and I'll hear something about another person. Yeah. I didn't ask for it. It doesn't take much. To get people talking. And, totally. then, and So this person did this, this person did fraud, this person, whatever.
1: Totally. That, to me, that would be the, the last tip I would give somebody. Um, yeah, but you need to know it. I, I completely agree you need to know it. My, my second tip would be uh, that mistakes should be welcomed and uh, to not look at mistakes as uh, that you lost money. I think you should look at them as learning lessons.
0: Y- yeah, but you need to... They need to be welcome, but they're not like, you know, woohoo welcome. They they, they have a level of
1: oh, I don't think you should have a party, but at the same time I don't think you should sulk for half a day. No, I know, but yeah. I think it's in between. Honestly. Like you I'll should gi- I'll give people ten minutes. You
0: should be you should be frustrated that you made it. Um, yeah, but like but, for, but you should take that opportunity to learn from it.
1: So I'll give you an example. But, but I think
0: there's plenty of people in business that are very too okay of making mistakes.
1: Yeah, you're you're totally right. It's not about being okay making mistakes. It's about accepting your mistakes and learning, uh, and learning from them. That's the, 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 the critical, right? Um, but for example, right in the first few months um, when I spent a bunch of money on advertising, I was fielding by myself probably 200 to 300 leads a month. Um, and you know, you fail a lot, <laughs> yeah. right? You're getting on the phone with people. They're 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 asking the crazy hard questions that at the time you just didn't even know how to handle because you, you don't know how to handle it you're brand new at all this stuff yeah. and you make a ton of mistakes and you learn from them and i think it, it's it's fundamental to to do it right
0: yeah my my next tip um number three yeah and it kind of goes into something we talked about before mm-hmm. um and i'm, I'm gonna kind of break it down more so basic part of it fake confidence yeah confident yeah okay. And I, and, I, and I don't want confidence to blend in with arrogance because i i naturally think arrogance is a, is a bad trait sure um and uh, in, in, and actually despite all the ty- times i make fun of you i don't think you're an arrogant person sure uh, um I, I think you're a very confident person but you're you're very open to accepting then you're wrong and adapting this
1: uh, this episode is just a big circle jerk. We're just gonna compliment each other. The, <laughs> yeah, and I think you're time. so handsome. <laughs> <laughs> Why, thank you. Yeah, I like you how got, flat you, your bangs. You get. have really strong knees. <laughs> <laughs> you got we- real weak wrists. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um.
0: So I just don't want to mix up the arrogance with the confidence. Sure. Um. But um, being nervous it comes off in meetings. Um, and I'm not saying that. The first part is you need to do it. You just need to do it. Totally. Uh, and 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 I just want to say, if, if I'm going to talk to this. I want this to be more approachable. Okay. Um, or Look impactful. Impactful. Look into their eyes. Okay. okay. Um, if you have, uh, I don't know if I should say the way I should say this. I'm just going to say it the way I want. If you have the balls <laughs> to to get out there and to meet people that you strangers. Uh, that might not even want to talk to you uh, and you're doing that for your business and you're going out there day in and day after without, uh, day after uh, meeting people, uh, I just want to start off by saying you're a hero. Totally. Uh, you're killing it. Yeah. Uh, I'm very proud of you. Okay, um, You need to tweak things and you need to uh, kind of get better at it. I feel like
1: there's a big butt coming.
0: No, no, no. <laughs> fundamentally.
1: You're a, be- a great person, but. No,
0: fundamentally, if you just can get out there and talk, you will, in my mind, succeed. Totally. Um, uh, you can always improve. Um, but that is the biggest thing, just doing it. If you do nothing else and you just do the activity, it is much better than, than you know, oh, what am I going to say? Like, I, I'll do an example. I just walk into realty offices. Yeah. And countless times, uh, other people have said, well, what do you say? And I go, hey, my name's Dave. Uh mortgage broker. Uh love to chat with people who's here. Yeah. And they're like, they don't think it's weird. I go, Of course they think it's weird.
1: They think it's really weird. But it doesn't matter.
0: No, it doesn't matter. Totally. And guess what? First time is the worst. Second time, still weird. Third time, it's pretty pretty okay you're there. Yeah. It gets normal. Oh, Dave's here.
1: Hey guys. And, And just to be clear, the first time you get a deal from it. It doesn't become weird anymore it becomes like shit this this works yeah
0: you have no choice but to do
1: it <laughs> that's exactly it because right? you need to be top of mind
0: yeah um, I don't care what relationship you think somebody has you being the person standing in front of them uh, may be the thing that gets you the deal versus someone they've worked with for ten years
1: well and, and we've n- both and we both experienced this uh in in just our regular stuff right we'll we'll be networking going to offices and doing whatever and you know just by the fact we're there people are like, yeah I was working on this deal do you want to come take a look at this and the next thing you know we're taking a look at a deal and uh and and you walk out with the client right
0: yeah I call it the awkward referral yeah that's what I've been calling it and it is so consistent uh that so, it so consistently happens uh, you go in and they go hey I've been working on something here uh and I don't know if it's because they necessarily think you're the best fit for it. But I honestly think you're talking to people. They don't know why they're talking to you. Yep. They want to have something to talk about because the conversation's weird. Sure. Hey, I got a client i like to talk about. And then there's just time to shine. Yeah, oh, totally. Great. Yeah. I'd love to talk about that. Okay, perfect. How do I contact your client? Fantastic. Thank you.
1: So if you could summarize your third tip, how would you summarize it quickly?
0: Uh, how did it even start? I
1: don't remember. Uh I don't know. What was it? You just went off on this tangent and looked deep into their eyes.
0: I love you, everybody. Um, I don't know even what my point was.
1: Okay, well, if you had to say it now, what would your point be? Basically, do something rather than nothing.
0: Yeah, just do it. Just, yeah. just do it, and um, if you think it's weird, it doesn't matter.
1: Totally. Uh, I would agree, uh, but just to be a little bit different, um, I'm going to say that my my third tip is to not be afraid of investing in yourself and I'm not talking about spending because you're gonna find all these people that want to sell you a dollars three, four five thousand dollar courses and nothing against those courses, they can be worthwhile. But if you have to pick at the beginning of your career, you should instead buy a ten or fifteen dollar book, right? Uh, I think that uh, I think books in general have a ton of value because even if you implement something that helps you get one extra client a year, uh, it's going to be well worth it, and the 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 price to pay is very, 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 very small.
0: Um, I, I guess a, another tip that I have is Number just four. to know what your goal even is. Okay. Um, and to be okay with it. So, um, are we? We're a little probably frustrating for some people to hear because our our goal is ever changing.
1: But that's that's real life.
0: Yeah, but okay, I know our goal is always increasing. Sorry. Sure. Um it's also real life. You hit not for everybody, not for everybody. So everybody somebody some people want to be in, uh, in my industry and then want to sell three things a month. Sure. Um so if you want to go into business yourself, Dave's like make it rain. It doesn't necessarily mean <laughs> that you have to just keep going 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 going. But regardless if you're somebody that wants to be a small producer, a middle producer or a top producer, um, know what your goals are and then know what efficiently gets them. You do not want to be a small producer that has to talk to 300 Facebook leads to get the three sales when you oh, can be that small producer that goes and talks and gets three to four coffees a month.
1: Ah, uh, So this is what we talk about efficiencies, right? And this is where I think it ends up being uh, a really, really good conversation, right? Again, that's a key critical point, right? You could go, anybody can go buy a ton of leads like I did uh, and they could also do it like I did where one person was trying to field hundreds of leads, but that's not possible. If I was to do that today, um, well, I, I, I do, but with a much larger team, you're you're seeing a lot more efficiencies with it. But one person, you're going to start to have a, kind of a, an economy of scale issue, right, where it's not going to work as well.
0: Yeah, so efficiency is big. Um, and so the earlier, um, I'm going to do another tip. You ready? All
1: right. What about my number tip? My number four.
0: Uh, okay, on. Well, I'm gonna whisper it to you. Data. Oh. You should, do, you should
1: use that one. Okay. Uh, my fourth <laughs> number tip is, um. He's gonna change it because he's. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you do number five. I'll come back to number four. Number yeah. five, go for it. Uh,
0: this is uh, something I'm I'm actually kind of bad at, and yep. then it it actually bites me, and I'm getting much better at it. But data, sure. Uh, the more you track, um, where something comes from the more you can actually know what works. So an example of that is quite recently, uh, me and you evaluated my Facebook campaign. We had a very hard time knowing if it actually was working because I had bad
1: data. Well, at at first you were taking a loss. Yeah. And then we had to go through this painstaking manual process of (laughs) going through each and every single deal, right?
0: But in my mind, I thought it was doing great. Sure. And it might still be better than what we thought, but it wasn't what I thought it was. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, um, knowing the data actually helps you make decisions because if you don't, you might be spending a lot of money on something that doesn't work the way you think it does. Because in my experience, something that makes you work a lot isn't this thing that makes you make sales or or, or makes you get paid. Um, so you can do a lot of work on someone that never makes you money. Yeah. Um, so it's hard to judge it based off of just the way you feel. Totally, because you could feel you're as busy as ever, like when you bought all those leads. Um, but it might not actually equal the bank account. Totally.
1: So, yeah, totally. So, going back to my tip number four. No, I have another tip. No, no you're done with tips. Um, uh, my fourth tip is that, um, it's going to be way harder than you think it's going to be, and I think you should be okay with that. And, um, you have to put in time and effort. If if this would really be my number one tip, quite frankly, um, but, uh, you're gonna unplug it, um. I think that people should spend more time, twice the amount of time than they think is reasonable at first. I'm not saying it has to last forever, uh, but you will be paid dividends.
0: Yep. I agree. It's much harder than I thought it was.
1: Yeah. It's much
0: more stressful than I thought it was.
1: So question, right? If you had put in the effort when you didn't have kids, didn't have a, a crazy big crazy life, Uh, Do you think it would have been easier to put in more time? Yes. I know the answer is yes. It's a fucking tortural question. (laughs) He just wanted me to to feel bad about my life. (laughs) No, but I think it's true for a lot of people, right? I think a lot of people listening might be in that stage where they're just starting out. A lot
0: lot less bills, too. Yeah, a lot
1: less bills and everything, right? Um, So, yeah.
0: I don't know. The the interesting thing about my career um, um, is that because of the never ending kind of stresses and the never ending increasing of bills and stuff like that it made it that i it was never good enough um so the targets that i once had in my life weren't good enough so you had to keep changing and you had to keep changing it
1: <laughs> do you, do you mind sharing what your first target was cuz I, I remember I, I think
0: my first target was something like i wanted to make 3500 bucks a month
1: yeah i yeah. i remember i remember your first target yeah yeah yeah, yeah. this is. I don't
0: even know what I was thinking. <laughs> and the truth of the matter is, I just didn't properly do a budget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my wife was working then, but still, it's not close to what it needed to be. <laughs> and it's like, oh, I don't know why we're going into debt. Yeah. yeah. And the problem is, is I miss that target all the time. Yeah. Because when you say target, that's not. No one says the word target when you're consistently. <laughs> no, that's
1: right. It's so it's it, it's true. Um, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: So that was the sh- shocking thing. Is, is that changed? So as I got, as I was getting better, my needs got more expensive. Um. As I took things on, and I and I and I wonder if that didn't happen, if I would have became less hungry. Totally. Um. I think now I might be this way forever because I've done it long enough. And you, you know, they talk about how I don't know, how long does you do a habit.
1: Three months, whatever. Yeah, I, have no I, idea. I don't know.
0: For me, it took me a long time. So I'm a slow learner,
1: <laughs> real slow. Uh, um,
0: but totally. I think I might have this drive forever now. Oh, with yeah. business. Oh,
1: with the drive, yeah, totally. If that's what you're talking about, absolutely. Yeah, yeah without a doubt. I I think that I think that, um, I think that uh, another thing a lot of people have to realize is don't be so focused about where you are today. Be focused about where you can be tomorrow. Man, I'm like a philosopher. Okay
0: should write another book. Oh, yeah. Maybe you like should spell your name right uh, on the spine. Uh,
1: don't even get me started. <laughs> okay.
0: Hey, everyone, check out Dave's book. He spelled his own name right. No, wrong. no.
1: By the time this comes out, it's going to be totally He can fixed. write a book, but he
0: can't spell his own name. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah.
1: But, but what I mean by this is that, uh, what did I say? What was I saying?
0: I don't know. If anyone wants business advice, take it from the guy <laughs> that can't spell his own name. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what was I saying? Do you remember? I don't remember. Oh yeah, okay. So it's, it's going to take uh, it's going to take time, and you have to think about about the future. So I don't know how many times I've seen people that are seemingly moving towards success, not achieve it as fast as they want to achieve, um, and then essentially stop doing what they're doing and, and settle for for you know another job. And and they say settle loosely, right? Um, it's not settling, and they're just making an informed decision, right? But for example, okay. And I see this all the time in the financial planning world. Okay, because the financial planning world is actually a very, very difficult um, industry to make money in. It's A very di- difficult one, to, I think, to build. To it's build. A, it's a very a profitable one
0: once to you've ma- built to maintain. it.
1: Yeah. Absolutely right. And so you think about it, right? Uh, you know, how long will it take you to make thirty thousand dollars as a financial advisor? It'll probably take you a year and a half to two years. Okay, and but every year from there, your passive income. Is probably going to grow by ten to twenty thousand dollars a year. Now I'm not talking about your active stuff that you'll get, right? You'll, because you'll probably make money. Um, but it's not uncommon for financial advisors we know to have made anywhere from thirty to fifty thousand dollars for their first, you know, five to six, seven, eight years. But then once they start growing that passive, you know, ten, fifteen thousand dollars every single year, all of a sudden they wake up and they're like, "Yeah, I make a hundred grand, and I don't even have to go to work." Right, and then you add ten years to that, and it's like, great. There you go. There's a quarter million dollars, and I don't even have to wake up and go to work.
0: An interesting thing on that. So I uh, start at zero every month. Yes. Okay. So I have no no choice but to be a little psychotic about sales.
1: Yeah, but you're you like
0: a, you're like a badger. I don't know what that means.
1: You never never. Heard I'm hairy. Of you? No, you're like you like fight. Right. Isn't it the badger? Correct me, everybody. Isn't it the badger that'll fight and it can get like stung by like things and it just doesn't die?
0: I don't know. Like, <laughs> just because of so recently with the horrible things that happened. Yeah, uh, that's, ex- <laughs> that's exactly what I'm saying. I'm just like, oh, got to keep going. <laughs> um, I I wonder. Hey, you know, we've been talking for almost an hour. All right, we got our. That's crazy. How much time do we have? We've got tons of time. All right, we'll go to like 4:30 because yeah. we got a lot to talk about. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um. So imagine the uh, let's just say the financial advisor industry. Yeah. They had the, I have to do nonstop selling. Yeah, I I think sometimes in that industry, not for everybody, is that you have enough residual income that you lose the hunt. Totally, and then you're just kind of this, and then it it kind of eventually starts going down. I I would be shocked if you just were nonstop, um, kind of proactive of just you know meet people, meet people. Oh, this is this. I keep I keep saying sell, um, but I just want to change the word sell to meet people because really you just the more you network and the more you do it the less selling it is it's people that recommend you the people that put you in front of people that they trust it's a a different you're
1: you're you're completely right i think selling is what people that are brand new do because they have to make the money right i think that educating and and, then educating is what people do after the fact and then people make their choice right but i think
0: that industry is probably very common to have people that become a little bit more complacent
1: well absolutely other industries absolutely right um but it's 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 so fascinating. Like we both know an individual that was in the insurance world that seemingly was making good headway, uh, bringing quite a bit of new business on every single month, probably on a monthly basis, increasing their reoccurring passive yearly income by five hundred to a thousand bucks a month, right? Let alone again, their active stuff. This was just their passive stuff that will last the rest of their life. Uh, and they got into a, a little bit of a hiccup with their company, and then decided to uh, to to not do it anymore. Um, because apparently they they weren't paying them enough or, or something along those lines. And I'm sitting here going like, man, you just gave away like, you know, you just gave away an entire business. Yeah. Right. And it's like, how? Anyway, long story short, it's going to take longer than you expect it to take, and don't be surprised but the beginning of of. Of owning a business, and this really applies to any business, okay? That you make little to no money, and that over time you're going to make more and more and more and more money.
0: I, I, just to put on that, just a, a, yeah. a, something that I think might hold people back. Um, like a, so in that type of situation, I had a kind of an argument with the company. Yeah, uh, and I and I hear it a lot with you know employees that have issues and stuff like that, and I've had issues too because I'm under a, a bigger, sure. brand. We all are. Right um, you, you got to understand the person that started the company that you work for started the company. They went through the shit, they it through it. Uh, and as much as you are bringing um, value, I just want people to maybe understand that there is a person that started a company. I think that a lot of people get quite corporate. Uh, oh, yeah, the company's you know messing with me. The company's doing this. Oh, the company won't let me succeed. And you're like, okay, you can kind of have two approaches. Yeah, you um, you you express yourself in a polite way, and you try to make some effective change. But you inevitably just put up with whatever it is. Totally. Or you say that's uh, enough, and you start your own company. Um, yeah. Um, and it, but as as a business owner. I I'm a, I think I'm a little biased about what I think my company needs versus what other people might think my company needs because I've been there since the beginning. Um, I'm I, I don't like this quality of me. Um, Annoying. <laughs> I'm just too handsome. The I don't like this quality where I <laughs> I feel a little I get a little annoyed when people just kind of want to walk into my industry uh, because I, I had a really hard time doing it. Um. So I, I think sometimes if somebody is an employee and they go to their boss, they go, "I think we can do things differently," uh, and the boss immediately kind of shit says, "No." Um, some of that might be bad management skills, but some of that might be somebody that's went through twenty years of experience and twenty minutes of of, of kind of issues.
1: And, and another thing too is that it's 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 very with the way businesses run. Um, so businesses a lot of time are run very much compartmentalized. Um, so for example, from an employee basis, you're going to have one employee doing X, another employee doing Y, and they may communicate with each other, but typically speaking, one person's not going to be trained on the other person's job and vice versa, right? And then you start adding management levels onto that. And now, you know, management levels on, say, like a, a team's bar size, for example, might only go one high, maybe two high, for example, you know, us and then, and then kind of head off as corporate type idea right? Um, you have further complexities every time you go up that level, right? Uh, and so sometimes you'll have people that'll say, Oh, I think we should do it this way. If only I didn't have to do this. Why do I have to do this? This is stupid. This is wasting my time. Might very well be something that was learned through a very, very, very bad client interaction that occurred that cost the company, you know, potentially, depending on the size of the company, hundreds of thousands of dollars, right? Or
0: something that doesn't fit the company's vision that you don't quite understand yet
1: absolutely right and so i i know for for you know in my case um you know and i haven't really had any issues with it but as an example i i don't provide discount of services in the sense right like i am not long story short i want my clients to have the best possible experience going through the process at all if that means that my people have to take more time, meaning we make less money. Um, that is perfectly okay in my eyes to make sure that the client has the absolute best possible experience ever. Um, I know that there's some companies in our industry that don't necessarily operate that way. They want to do it for as cheap as bottom price as possible. Um, and that's okay. Uh, that's fine, but Imagine if you had that belief in a company like ours that wants to make sure people have a good experience, how there would be such a clash of, of heads that would be going on, right? Um, it'd be a problem. Yeah, so anyways, I don't know where we're going with that. <laughs> it's good, man. It's good. What's, what's, what do we got for topics? Okay, next topic is our parents' wants versus kids' wants. You uh, know what? Let's let's skip these ones. Let's, let's talk about the real us versus public us. We're talking a lot about business, and I think this is a good one. Talk about okay.
0: Um, I think from a, a basic thing, from the real us versus the public us, and it shifted a little bit over the years. Uh, the real me was a very picture perfect kind of Christian guy. Um, I, I very much cared what people thought of me. Um, then you got and, and, when, and, and when you look at yeah, I got a tattoo, <laughs> and, then I, and then I started wearing a bandana. Then you mutilated your body. <laughs> Um, if I mutilate my body, I don't know what you did to you. Oh man, like a cheese grater. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, just to tie back into the the business thing. Yeah. One of the differences between me and you is that you focus on your business, and I focus on five different things. Um, so you were like, oh, business, 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 and I totally. was like, firefighting. I need to have a farm. I was uh, teaching Sunday school. I um, you taught at
1: uh, community college. Uh, yeah,
0: I taught at, at community college. Totally. And then uh, i was doing my business. I'm going to so, call, call you Mr. Professor. Yeah. And I'm going to call you Mr. Failed Grade Two.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> Why does the world need to know? <laughs> That's too funny.
0: I, um, so when it come? and a lot of that, I think, um, shame to admit, was persona. I liked that people thought I was impressive,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but I never thought I was impressive. Sure. Um, but I like the people thought I was. Okay. And I only find that that has changed a little bit more recently. Um, that I started caring a little bit less. Sure. Um, but my persona was very much, hey, look, look, I'm a firefighter. Hey, look, look at all the stuff I do, you know, compliment me type of thing. Sure. Um, some of that may be the internet age. Some of it might just be the kind of the way Facebook and social media was.
1: Yeah, I think. Uh... Yeah, it's 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 really tough, right? Because we're 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 all expected in society to have two versions of ourselves. You know, like the first version is the one that you're at home. You're you're you know you're sitting in your pajama pants and uh, your pajama llama ding dongs, and uh, you're uh, you're just so sitting they there. all call them. <laughs> That's right. And you're sitting there, you know, having a beer and and watching a movie, and uh, you know you've got popcorn grease all over your fingers and you know popcorns everywhere type idea, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> That was quite a what a visual quite a visual. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh and then there is, you know, you're going out, you're doing your job, you're being professional, all this type of stuff, right? I think an element I think the element goes further when you're when you're in business because now you're expected to be highly professional, you're expected to be uh well, I guess professional, highly professional. I was very
0: professional too like a was suit and tie. Yeah. Which I don't do anymore. Totally. But I don't necessarily mean that means that I was wrong. I don't know if I earned the casual part, yeah. Um, I, I just don't know the answer to that.
1: Yeah, it's it's so so. From from my point of view, there's 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 almost like this podcast is probably the truest form of me that that is out there, right? Typically, when I'm in client meetings, I I I, I don't swear. Uh, I'm very proper. I don't make uh, you know inappropriate jokes. All these types of things, right? Um, but. I'm highly introverted. I don't really like doing things. Uh, I have a very, 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 very dark sense of humor, uh, like extremely. <laughs> uh, and uh, I really like inappropriate jokes. They make me laugh. Okay? Penis jokes are funny. Mm-hmm. All right? And uh, if that makes me a child, so be it. You said the word penis on a podcast. I did. I did. All right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I did. Yeah. That really affected my online persona.
1: <laughs> yeah, right? uh so so the, I, I don't necessarily think because you know the next question is you know does it make you more fake of a person if you have these different kind of lifestyles right I, I don't i don't think my clients would appreciate if i was making a dick joke you know maybe they would yeah right maybe they would but that's not the expectation right um well the thing about so online
0: yeah. too is that uh, the, you kind of have an online persona and then the person talking is an online persona uh, and then, what and then people, there's just
1: three personas flying around. You know, <laughs> they mold together. They make baby personas. We well, have
0: one person that kind of acts a certain way. The other person acts the way they think they should. Yeah. Versus two people talking when they're drinking together. Totally. They might be completely different conversations. Yep. Oh, hello, Dave. Oh, hello, sir. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. when you're drinking, you're like, what's up? Yeah. yeah. So it's just like, it also gets a little compounded because you don't know how everyone else is doing. Yeah. Like when, when you're doing the keeping up with the Joneses thing, it's so broad now where you can compare it to other people. Uh, it's very easy to feel like you're hitting the mark or you're not doing as good. Um, and I, and I, think, I think when you're looking at kind of the online persona thing, I haven't found an answer to it because I still am subdued online. Sure. I'm very much subdued online.
1: Well, let's, let's do a perfect example. You know what? I, I have to stop here for a second. Don't let me forget about the Beach Boys, okay? we got to talk about the Beach Boys. <laughs> Just so everybody knows and everybody's nerves are calmed, Dave contacted Trends.
0: Oh yeah, we're in the clear, and we went back, and we went back, and I tipped them good.
1: Okay, we, we rede- love you, Trends. We redeemed uh, our our stealing. This um, podcast is uh, sponsored to you by Trends uh, by Trends Restaurant. Yeah. We love you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay, um, so the other day, this morning, yesterday, I
0: don't, I don't I, know what you're talking about. <laughs>
1: Beach Boys. Oh yeah. So the uh, this is this is how the life of the Daves goes. So the other day, <laughs> it I was called, like six a.m. Yeah, 30. yeah, yeah. The other day, I called Dave, and then uh, what gets stuck in my head? You know the song that goes, uh, Bermuda, Bahamas, something, something, mama, mamas, something like that. Anyway, so um Anyway, uh, so I start singing this to Dave, and Dave starts kind of singing it back, and I'm like, "What's the name of that song?" And Dave's like, "I don't know." <laughs> 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 And then we spent probably 10, 15 minutes um, trying to search this. And so I say, Dave, you know, what I do sometimes is, you know, you just type in Google like the dun-da-duns, you dun-na-na, know, like dun-na-na, right? And you type that into Google and it'll like show the songs.
0: <laughs> so I was singing and I was typing it. Dun-na-na, dun-na-na. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, we ended up finding the the song, but just to be clear, anybody listening to us would not have had any sweet clue that we run companies <laughs> and oh. have staff and have employees and are are relatively successful, I guess. And uh, nobody would know that. Nobody would even think that. And I think that's the biggest, um, you know, misconception in life, right? Yeah, yeah, but your
0: business, your best business relationships um, know you more like that to some degree.
1: Totally. Yeah, it's, 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 what I found out is that um, there are very, very, very few people in life that are actually like. Very serious. Rigid and yeah. serious, right? Yeah. Um, I, Quite honestly, most of them are in the older generation and it's not like they're, They're very, very rigid and serious. They just make different types of dick jokes um, with their old friends. Okay. Yeah, they're a little. What's it like, they just use a different
0: word for it? Like Johnson? Yeah, Johnson. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They say Richard (laughs) a lot. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, that was a great way to end it. Yeah. Are we done? I I don't know. What time are we at?
1: Well, we're at uh, an hour and ten.
0: Yeah, I got to watch now. Let me see if it works.
1: Work a quarter after. Do you guys want to see me using? Oh, let's talk a little bit more. Okay. What do you want to talk about? I can talk about family versus work dilemmas. That's the one you want to talk about. I have no idea what it is.
0: Okay. So the premise behind that was um, uh, what you want as an individual versus what your family needs you to be.
1: Ah, uh, yes, yes. And yes, what yes, truly
0: yes. matters. So I think our we did gender- talk a
1: bit about this. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think our I think society. Is very what's written out there. Society is kind of uh, what's the guy from a person from uh, Parson Rec? Treat yourself, yeah. Treat yourself, do something for yourself, do Richard, what you need to Richard do.
1: Richard Johnson, no, it was
0: a woman. Um, so,
1: Richard Dean
0: th- John Sini. oh, that's it. It was <laughs> a family name. <laughs> <Yeah>. The uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think society really puts out this whole thing about how you should do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Go travel the world if you want to. Go you know sleep in if you want to. Go see whatever concerts you want to. Go whatever you want to do. You sure. don't want to wear, wear pajamas all day? No problem. Jamma in the ding-dongs. And then you put this element in of having children that you are financially and emotionally responsible for. Mm-hmm. And I think it changes everything. Um, and then maybe another component on that, you have staff. Okay, So you have these people that are dependent on you. So at what point does your need to not matter as much as others?
1: So I'm probably the worst person to ask this to because I believe that my life largely uh, doesn't matter and that if I have to sacrifice time, effort, um, resources to make sure other people are well taken care of, it's, it's fine. So for example, right, uh, if we talk about the COVID situation, um, I made it optional to my staff to have their hours reduced and then go on our Canadian emergency response benefit. Um, some of them, that benefited them, and others, it did not. Um, I would have very well kept paying them despite the fact that there was no work um, for them to do at, at certain periods of time, right? So completely screws me over, right? And I could barely... I could I, I could still technically say to some of them like, hey, okay, you know, sorry, have a have a goodbye, but uh I, I don't feel that's right. Right? So yeah. yeah. So some took the opera option uh, option and others didn't.
0: Yeah. So that kind of martyr mentality. Yeah. Do you think it's the right? Do you think it's the wrong? What well I think, think it's my
1: uh I think it's the closest way I'm gonna be uh, able to become like Jesus. Okay. Yeah, this because I said the word martyr. Yeah. That's the only reason why I said that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, I I've been I lean that way my whole life too. Sure. Where it is more um important what other people do than me. Because I can kinda yeah. make I can kind of make the decision what I can handle. Totally. I can't choose what other people can handle. So it's you just gotta pick that. Um but when it comes to f- family and, and even business. Let's start with family. Mm-hmm. Um, so for the family part, my son doesn't care how much money I make. He's too young. He's not two yet. My daughter doesn't.
1: When he's two, he's going to. Yeah. When he's, he's three, kinda...
0: when he's three, I think he's going to be like, where's my Benz?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my yeah. son doesn't care how much Good luck getting that money I make.
0: And uh, to a degree, my w- wife doesn't. Um, but they want me around. Sure. They want me to be present. They signed up for or, to a
1: degree is I think the critical word I said, you just uh, said. Yeah,
0: to a degree. They want me around. All okay. Right. And there's the other element that I need to keep the whole thing going financially. Sure. I would cause uh, extreme distress on my family if I decided that, you know, mortgages was not it for
1: me. You're going into forging full time. Yeah,
0: I'm gonna go start selling the stuff I'm forging. Yeah. Okay. Start so making probably ten <laughs> grand a year. On a good model, good year,
1: <laughs> yeah. probably three
0: grand. A On a really good year, <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, oh, yeah. no. But w- that's a little bit of the problem with the follow your dream thing. Sometimes, when you have these complications, and I think it's a little bit unfair for some people when we say, "Hey, you want to go start a company? Go do it. Go follow your dream," and they have the pressure of this family.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I'm not saying you- I'm not saying the answer is don't do it because sometimes that might be the best thing mm-hmm. for your family. Yeah. But it complicates things when it comes to what you want versus what what the creator need wants or needs. Sure. Um and that's something that I think that is a hard thing to kind of process sometimes.
1: No, I I, I completely agree, right? It's it's and I I don't necessarily have this challenge in life cuz I don't I don't have any really other desires that would I, I put myself I think I have more
0: negative kind of stress from my job than you feel. Yeah, for job. sure,
1: right? Um, but I completely I, understand I'm not the I'm saying my job's
0: worse, but I think I react to it
1: worse than
0: <laughs> you do. <too>. Right? Um, <laughs> but but I,
1: think, I think, I understand what you're trying to say, right? Is, is there's certainly things I would prefer more. Like, don't get me wrong, right? Like, again, I would love to just sit here and shoot the shit about this type of stuff all day, every day. It'd be cool to make a living from it, right? But even if we made no money, it would be fine. But, you know, still need to feed the family
0: right yeah and there's there's very few things that i can think of where my skill set could make what i'm making now in a, in a, in a reasonable yeah. period of time
1: yeah okay what you're making now yes i, I think that your skill set would allow you to be successful in a lot of I, jobs. I know but
0: i i also think that i accidentally fell into something that i'm naturally good at with my kind of direct personality i'm not very i don't think hey I'm, you want a mortgage
1: yeah Sign, you want one. Yeah, one more Sign reason. here. He <laughs> <laughs> goes around in this voice. Yeah. I go, hey, hey, baby. Hey, baby. You, you thick. <laughs> <laughs> you chunky. You, you chunky. Um, <laughs> Sign right here. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Madagascar.
0: <laughs> um, I don't think I'm that good at selling. I think you've said the same thing. You don't think I'm yeah, like good at selling. I, I,
1: I, I don't think either of us are, are the best salesmen in the world. Yes. Yeah, so
0: you put us in a life insurance position. You want to sell life insurance? I think that that product specifically has a sales tactic behind it.
1: And, and, and I think it almost has to have a sales tactic to it um, because it is a very, 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 very important product to have. It is literally the most boring, boring, oh, boring product in the world. it's an extremely important product to
0: have. Hard thing to sell, I think.
1: And literally, you are buying a benefit for when you are fucking dead.
0: So you, know, you take your skill set where you think that you could probably do anything, yeah. slap you into a life insurance sales role. I think you would do yeah, horrible. But,
1: oh, yeah, but naturally, just because of my confidence level, I'm like, I <laughs> So, no, I no. make it happen.
0: Okay, but I think that I, I, again, I, I, I don't. I, I, don't I, I don't think you can pivot the same way. You do my
1: foraging. You've thing, never which is, seen me play basketball. Okay. You do not know what my pivots like.
0: All right, you move that pivot foot all the time. Okay. Um. So my foraging joke, for example, yeah, selling stuff. Yeah. Okay. If that was my dream. Yeah. I'm gonna go do it. Yeah. We're
1: fucked. Oh. I lose my house. <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah. 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 You can build a gate. To stop the cops from coming, yeah, probably not fall apart <laughs>
0: <laughs> i could, I don't know how to make hinges. So I was just a stuck gate <laughs> Yeah,
1: you're never leaving no, but I, I completely agree with you you're 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 right that there's certainly some industries out there that that would be very um difficult to uh to do, and you know I got to commend some salespeople. and i'm I'm going to go back to my my radio comments here i I've had a radio person literally follow up with me probably once every two, three months for the past four or five years relentless, but in a nice way. Uh, and as much as I hate radio, I'm going to test it.
0: Yeah, it's a different type of skill set that I don't really have.
1: I no, think, I just don't like pressuring people. I, I think pressure in any way, shape, or form is, is very negative. Um, and uh, I think it, it influences people to make decisions that they're not comfortable with.
0: That's the interesting thing about the, back to the life insurance thing. Certainly. Life insurance thing has a clawback method. Uh, I don't know if people know this. You get paid up front, and sometimes this is for a year, or sometimes for two years. If they break it early, it gets proportionally clawed back. Yep. Uh, my industry doesn't have that. It's done, it's done, you get paid. Um, and I think some of that is from a pressuring thing. Oh, you need this, you need this. What would you do for your family?
1: Yeah, because it's easy. I, I, I say it's easy, but this is where the ethics come into it. Hey, what are you going to do when you're dead and your family has no money to eat?
0: right You're like, i finally have the best. what is what
1: is your wife going to do do you want your wife to yeah. have to go marry someone else cuz you know she's a stay at home mom or uh, what is your children going to do like i mean like all these i have heard all of these things be said and they're i think it's a very very wrong way of looking at it now the the i don't say looking at it it's a very wrong way to pressure somebody into it these questions are fine questions to ask yeah, they're very very real questions right but the way that they're presented is like you have to think about this now and make a decision now sign the papers.
0: Yeah. But the problem is you know from personality's sake that if you say go take this home, go think about it, I know, it's man. gone. Yeah, because I, I know people I, don't necessarily care about what they should care about. And our job as professionals is to really highlight things that they should care about. I did. There's an ethic question about whether or not you're ethically going to suggest what they should care about. Totally. But it's still our jobs.
1: I, 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 and you know, it's, it's interesting, right? So shout out to my book. Um, I spent a lot of time in the book talking about how I think that people should most of the time work with a financial professional and do exactly what the financial professional says, because even if it's not optimal, it's going to be much better than what you're doing right now. Right. For most people again. And, I, I think you're, you're entirely correct that there are a whole lot of things that people don't want to do that they should be doing. Uh, and uh, yeah, that, that's it. If you, you know they should be doing this. I do per perfect example. I okay. don't have a will. Okay.
0: How stupid that is. Yeah. You know how many times I've been told you to get a will? Yeah,
1: and you've told me that I'm supposed to be getting a whole bunch of stuff. And if now I know you don't have a will, that means I'm not getting any of it. Do you
0: know why I don't have a will? Why? Because it's annoying.
1: You, you just call up Charlotte and you I make know. it happen.
0: It's still annoying. She'll do it all. No, but I still have to do a thing. I'm busy. Do you want me to do it for you? So, but if Charlotte, showed it to Charlotte, uh, our lawyer. I'm sending an email right now. <laughs> if Charlotte was persistently like your radio ad person, Dave, yeah. you need a will. Dave, you need a will. When are we going to do it? I guarantee I would have had one by now. Yeah. So there, that's a little bit. She knows that I should have it. I'm lazy. So then how do you get that? You kind of need those reminder things. It's a tough middle thing, middle ground there.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: All right. So you texting or messaging her? yeah okay you want me to wrap this up
1: yeah you wrap it up all
0: right everybody well that was episode eight was it eight you can you can answer whether or not i eight. think
1: it's a i think it's episode eight yeah
0: okay he gets that involved when he texts um that was episode eight of beers with dave's i hope you guys enjoyed it um i know i argued that it wasn't going to be that business related it became very business related uh and i think that's our curse for just kind of that's what we talk about a lot um uh, but we're open to anything um so please reach out. Please subscribe. You can see us on YouTube. You can see us on pretty much anywhere, podcast. What's a our goal? Uh, we want a hundred subscribers by the end of the year. End of the year? I said. I said a month from the date this one releases. Oh, end of the month? Okay. Sorry. Goals. Goals. Um, and then maybe later on we could talk about whether or not our you know your goals in
1: life are realistic. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, for those that are watching it, you know we'd love to hear what you think about this. Um, this was probably the fastest uh, perceived podcast we've ever had can uh, i take this out
0: can i move like this does this help me
1: not really um but we spent an hour and 20 minutes now talking honestly to me it felt like 20 minutes um what what do, what do you guys think about all of this type of stuff what What are your guys' thoughts on what it takes to succeed uh, what are you guys thoughts on on you know work-life balances what do you think biggest challenges are um we'd love to hear from you we'd love to get up to that 100 subscriber mark it'd be great to do this for a reason um candidly uh the goal is to to build this out and chat and we're going to do it whether we make money or not but it'd be nice to make a little bit of money off of this
0: we'd love to hear from some business owners too not to make it specific but it'd be super fun to hear from some people that we could give some advice to because this is truly a passion of ours
1: yeah absolutely and we both love
0: to see people succeed
1: yeah that's all i want that's That's all you want yeah Uh, i don't know what
0: about uh, those uh Uh, chicken strips from
1: Sophie's. (laughs) Oh, man, my two-piece chicken strip meal. I had one of those last night, actually. Um, All
0: right, everybody. Well, thanks for listening, and stay classy. Have a good one. Beers with Dave.